A new year has arrived. What's your resolution for 2024? How about making sure the roof over your head is well taken care of? Riverland Roofing is here for all your roofing needs. Whether it's an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business to give you peace of mind in this the new year. As a GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Riverland Roofing is licensed and insured to service Mississippi and its surrounding states. So give Riverland Roofing a call today and make sure you and yours are protected all year round. Call Riverland Roofing at 662-644-4297. That's 662-644-4297. Visit them online at riverlandroofing.com, riverlandroofing.com. It's Riverland Roofing for all of your roofing needs, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Welcome in to an all-new edition of this hashtag not committed. I've decided today is hashtag not committed Zach. He's Zach Berry at, at Zach underscore Berry. On Twitter, I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben. We both are for the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com and Philly Vol 3. And the reason why I, I say it's going to be a hashtag not committed, not a flagship, nothing else, is mainly because that's where all the pressing and most interesting information and Ole Miss matters are but also Zach and I were both in Knoxville on Saturday with bells on ready to cover a top 25 matchup that Ole Miss maybe wins and it did not happen far from it actually Ole Miss got whipped by Tennessee in Knoxville so today it's a not committed it's not a coronation of Ole Miss basketball's contender status it is a not committed hey buddy what's up how's it going can we real quick before we get into the recruiting and I'm not saying that people are doing this on our board or elsewhere maybe they are Saturday as an Ole Miss fan sure it sucked I heard uh, someone say oh this is starting to look like the Georgia football game and maybe it did a little bit but I think basically the overarching theme of this is it's fine. Sure, it sucks to lose on the road. It's fine. And it sucks to get whipped. And they did get whipped. Chris Beard Ugh. said it after the game. He I, said I he that, said some variation of we were whipped. The, you know, the term he used kicked. was kicked. Yeah. Yeah. We were both um, sitting there kicked, and he talked about how just an absolute beat down and made sure to note. Tennessee was quote the best one of the very best teams in college basketball, but still yeah, he thinks he thinks they're a Final Four team. Ninety to sixty four. The first Ooh. half was at the played at the pace and in kind of the flow of what Ole Miss needed it to be. Um, I believe what was it a six seven at halftime. Nine forty Nine, to thirty one okay. after he hit the so, three. It was six, and then he hit the three. Yeah, um, I think that turned into like a seventeen to four run if you extend it out into the second half. That was yeah. really it. And, and again, it was going to happen. They were going to lose. They've lost. They're thirteen and one. They're still a tournament team. Yeah. Bounce back Wednesday if they go eight and ten in the league, which I think they can. They're safely in. If they do any better than that, they're of course safely in. So, Ole Miss basketball got kicked, as Chris Beard said on Saturday. But here today on this Monday, a lot is happening in the world of Ole Miss football recruiting. Quite frankly, it's time to reset the board again because we did it going into the first portal wave, and let's do it really as the second portal wave crescendos over the yeah. Oxford-Mississippi uh, city line. So tell me, what's the, what's the first, as we enter this January 8th week, what's the first thing that you're most paying attention to in Ole Miss recruiting right now? Well, right now it's essentially a waiting game for when Diego Pounds is going to make it public. Uh, I'd heard, I guess it was Friday morning, I guess right when I was hitting the road, um, talked on the phone to a couple people. They believe that Diego Pounds is committed to Ole Miss. Uh, now it is just a matter of when the young man from Raleigh, North Carolina is going to make it public. He was uh, – one of Ole Miss's top targets. 
got in the portal quickly, got a visit scheduled, got to Oxford. All the I's were dotted, all the T's were crossed, and I anticipate him making it official at some point, maybe while we're doing the show, maybe later today. But uh, that is the one pressing uh, thing that I'm paying attention to right now. Outside of that, um, what's the uh, what's the schedule look like for for Zalens Hurd, uh, the LSU offensive lineman, former five star prospect? Um, I am still waiting to confirm. I believe he, yeah, both visits to Oklahoma and Tennessee over the weekend. Uh, he might have been in Knoxville while we were there. Um, but uh, took both of those uh, as uh, our buddy Pete Nakos so carefully worded it, first round of visits. So I, I, that was one thing that caught my eye, and I talked to Pete, and um, I've talked to other Ole Miss sources, and um, the anticipation is that he's going to take at least one more, and I think we all know where that one is. Um, I was told if and when – Zounds heard visits, it will be close to, you know, signing on the dotted line, so to speak. Um, Ole Miss obviously covets him as a prospect. Pete Golding was his primary recruiter when he was at Alabama. They obviously prioritized and <laughs> made it very known, hey, you've got a spot here in Oxford. So, um, yeah. If and when Zalens Heard visits, I expect Ole Miss to be in the driver's seat. That's not saying Oklahoma and Tennessee are out of it, um, but that seems to be right now the three main players in this. Um, I kind of speculated maybe he was waiting to get to Oxford when Pete Golding was in town. I know Pete and Lane Kiffin were on a fishing trip after the Peach Bowl. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't know their. I don't have their logistical plan. I don't know when they got back to Oxford. I don't know what they were doing, but um, that was just kind of my speculation was, yeah, well, maybe he's going to take these first visits, wait on Pete to get back and get settled in Oxford so he can go. And cause obviously he wants to see Pete Golding when he's on the visit. Cause that's his guy. Um, he's from Neville. Pete Golding's you know, Louisiana guy. So they're, they're, they're tight. Um, that's as soon as he entered the portal, I had three different sources text me and say Ole Miss is a player here, including the 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 folks at LSU on three sides, Shay Dixon, Billy and Body, all those folks. They as soon as it was official that he was not gonna stay in Baton Rouge, they all said, Hey, Ole Miss is probably the odds on favorite. Um, but yeah, so heard when is that visit going to take place? Will it be a midweek? Will it be a weekend? Um, and then lastly, speaking of the weekend. Uh, I talked with Gerald Mincy yesterday. Uh, he uh, is expected to arrive in Oxford on Thursday. Uh, he told me uh, he's got a long list of folks that have reached out. Um, since he entered the portal, he told me Ole Miss, A&M, Kentucky, Florida State, Miami, Notre Dame, Missouri, Florida, Cal, Oregon State, Maryland, North Carolina, Baylor, and Arizona State. I anticipate if and when he arrives in Oxford, I think it'll be uh, – It'll be wrapped up pretty quickly if uh, both parties can agree on terms. Um, that is just kind of my gut feeling on it after talking with him and other folks. But, uh, but yeah, that's probably the main thing right now. Those three offensive linemen. I know people are at, you know, want to know, Zach, are they going to take all three? I think they would like to. I don't know if that's on the table. They certainly could. Um, but that is, that those are the three main prospects, storylines, themes, if you will, that I'm paying attention to right now on this Monday, January 8th. Are there any running backs right now? Because Quinshawn, he very cryptic, cryptically on Sunday sent out on social media that he was in Columbus, Ohio. Obviously, that's Ohio State, and that actually would make some sense for him. I'd actually heard over the weekend as we were coming back, not you and I, but me and my buddy Whip, when we were coming back from Knoxville, that Lane Kiffin was renegotiating with Quinshawn. Now, obviously, if he were to come back to Ole Miss, that would be for a much – it wouldn't be for nearly what the agreed-to terms were going back. But I still think, even having heard that from the person I heard it from, 
I don't expect Quinshawn Jenkins to come back. The reason I bring that up is because you could hear some of that. Uh, Quinshawn renegotiating Ole Miss and this. Because Ole Miss is never going to not make a good faith effort with Quinshawn. That's been the agreement since day one. And what have we talked about in regards to the Grove Collective at Ole Miss and why it's developed this reputation? It's not really early on anymore in the NIL space, but still is for the, for the in a lot of ways. So let's just say that what has really put Ole Miss in this place where it's a tier one collective is because it'll do exactly what it says it, it will do. So that includes even when you, the Ole Miss fan, are probably like, ah, cut him loose right now. No, Ole Miss will still be talking to him. We'd love to have him back. But it's treated as a point on the balance sheet. It's got to make sense numbers-wise, and I still don't think it's going to result in him coming back. But that's something I did hear, and I'd feel, or I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up and let Ole Miss fans know that, yeah, I think the door is still cracked open, but um, I think everyone widely expects Quinshawn to leave. So in that way, are there any running backs that have really popped up on your radar that truly intrigue you? Because Jace McClellan from Alabama would have to get in to be a real candidate. But another Alabama running back got in, of course, immediately some Ole Miss fans asked some questions. I'm curious for you, our recruiting expert at the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and Philadelphia on three. If you want to read about this stuff all day, every day, that's where you need to be. The Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and Philadelphia on three. If you sign up today for just $1, $1, you can get us up. You can hang out with me and Zach and Chuck and Jake and Brad and Mincy, all of us on the Ole Miss Spirit message board just talking about Ole Miss sports and Ole Miss recruiting all day, every day. Are there running backs that have popped up or names that from talking to sources, this, that, and the other for you are legitimately intriguing as far as potential Quinshawn replacements, even though we both think that the Quinshawn quote replacement begins with Ulysses Bentley coming back? That's really it. Um, I know Jace McClellan had until Saturday evening, 1159 local time uh, to get into the portal. I, the report coming out of the, uh, I believe it was Tuscaloosa News, uh, was that he was expected to declare for the NFL draft. Um, that was the latest I had heard on McClellan. Roydell Williams is in the portal. Uh, Ole Miss could certainly go that route. But outside of that, I haven't heard much about any other running back uh, names. I think right now, and I'm, this is my opinion, I'm not speaking for anybody at the collective or Ole Miss. I'm sure the emphasis now is on securing Ulysses Bentley for 2024. Um, because I, people forget about him all the time. I know Quinshawn got all the headlines and put up all the big numbers, but Bentley was a huge part of the offense the last two seasons. Uh, even when he was banged up in 2022, still was a productive back. Uh, next to Judkins and Zach Evans. And then this year when he was healthy, he was special. Had some big games, huge runs, and, you know, the LSU game. Uh, he made an impact all over the field. So I think right now the focus will be on that because um, more players are going to get in the portal. Um, there, there's going to be there, – there are going to be more targets out there. So this isn't, you know, oh, well, I guess it's just Bentley and Riscano moving forward. No, like the, there, there's going to be more movement. But, um, yeah, the other names that were in the portal, um, those guys are, are – I haven't heard um, outside of a couple weeks ago um, when I'd been told that the Ole staff was aware of Penny Boone. He's now committed to Louisville. Um, and then uh, just the other name that I threw out there, Jaquindon Jackson, the converted – quarterback turned running back that was originally at Texas went to Utah was a pretty damn good back for them he has committed to Arkansas so uh there are some names out there that are still either uncommitted or you know not entirely locked in to the school that they have committed to just because you've committed in the portal doesn't mean you're you know you're done um until you enroll in that school you can obviously still change your mind so I, I haven't been able to lock down these rumors or uh, reports from other people that, you know, Hey, Trevor ETN reached out to Ole Miss, um, you know, so I know there are people out there that, that are really trying to speak not, it not into Trevor, existence. not Trevor. Trevor was, is the running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Didn't he? That's Travis. Okay. You're right. My bad. Sorry. Come on now. Sorry. 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 Let me, let me cook. Uh, been trying, been keeping my mouth so, shut, let my guy cook, you know. Some some people are trying to speak into existence Rocket Sanders. Uh, I know that it, it's like that love, it, it's like the 
the hate watch thing where people like, God, he's so good. And I hate watching him because he's at Arkansas. And now it's like, Hey, come over here. Like come yeah. be on our team now. Um, so yeah, there, there are some guys out there that, that, you know, have quote committed, but they're not locked in yet. Um, some people would ask about Dante Dowdle committed in Nebraska over the weekend. Um, so, you know, there's, there's still some folks out there that haven't committed, you know, George Petaway from North Carolina is still out there. Um, Logan Diggs from LSU. I, I don't know about that. I know that was one Ole Miss was interested last cycle uh, before he returned home to LSU. I, I've and heard Chuck brought him up on our board. I've I heard some, heard. I've heard some concerns about the knee. Um, you know, wasn't a, a, a folk, you know, wasn't the focus of the offense for LSU. Wasn't the lead back, but he was still, he made plays. He, he was productive. I just don't know if Ole Miss is going to go for him this time around. Now, it might change. Things are always going to be developing and fluid and all that. But, um, yeah, no names have kind of jumped out from anybody that I've talked to as, hey, we're we're talking to to this guy now or this guy. I, I think the focus is on Bentley and keep because I know Ole Miss wants to keep him. And Chuck yeah. reported it. You've reported it. They're trying to to get that ironed out so that's probably where things stand today in terms of running back but it could change this afternoon it could change tomorrow um because i do think they're going to need to add one more at least um they love kedra griscano i know people ask about him no question they believe in him kevin smith loves that dude lane kiffin they all recruited him but uh you're going to need another guy that's experienced to come in and, and help shoulder the load just, and it's not because they don't think Bentley can get it done. That's just the way Lane Kiffin and Kevin Smith operate. That's how they've always done things. It's always been by committee everywhere they've been. I mean, they, they've had some, some bell cow backs, you know, look, look at, look at uh our guy, Devin Singletary. He's doing big things in the NFL. He was their kind of bell cow dude at FAU. And then you had Quinshawn Judkins at Ole Miss that, shouldered most of the load but you look at the offenses they've had you know they had a trio that ran for damn near 2,000 yards in 2021 and Jerry Neely Snoop Connor and Henry Paris so they like to have multiple backs to keep people fresh and that's how they can go fast and and, and stick with tempo so I do think they're going to try to add at least one more there's no doubt they're not just going to rest on their in-house options. They're going to add one more, but it answers my question. I think that's the one thing I get constantly, and you do too, on the message board, Twitter, wherever it might be. People are curious if they're really after running backs right now because of the Quinshawn news and the Quinshawn development. And I think as you um, sufficiently kind of laid it out there, I mean, Ole Miss right now, the focus at least is offensive linemen. And things can change quickly. Absolutely. I think with the portal, what we've learned is what is right today could be completely wrong tomorrow. Percy Lewis was, it was just a matter of when he was going to pop for Ole Miss. And now Percy Lewis, he's not even on the board, it looks like. I mean, it seemed like once that Mississippi State transfer offensive lineman got in that Ole Miss, who recruited him previously, I mean, all the people we talked to, usually what happens is you ask about a guy like that and you'll know pretty soon whether or not Ole Miss is legitimately a candidate for them. And the first thing both you and I got about Percy Lewis was, oh, yeah, 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 man, they need offensive linemen. They're down the, they could be down the road with him pretty quick, and this could get wrapped up pretty quick. They like him. And yet today we're not talking about him as one of the three options, but it does show you or indicate at least that their evaluation energy, time and energy is being spent to solidify that offensive line because – they don't view the need at running back nearly in the same breath as offensive line. They shouldn't. I mean, they they shouldn't because that is running back the most valued position in football. And Quinshawn will secure his bag. It's going to be a pay cut no matter where he goes, I would figure. Maybe Ohio State does give him that million-dollar NIL ask, right? I, I don't know. But I, I do know that Ole Miss has been renegotiating. I still find it – I think it would be an upset at this point if they were able to get something done, but they're not going to close the door until he's enrolled somewhere else. And like you mentioned, and that's something Ole Miss fans, all fans of college football need to understand about this portal stuff. If a kid commits, there's nothing binding him to that place. I mean, even less so than high school prospects. 
at least high school prospects eventually got to sign in in NLI. The only thing that transfers sign are financial grant and aid papers, and they can sign multiple multiple financial grant and aid papers. All those financial grant and aid papers do is tie the school to the player. And usually it's a yeah. good faith showing saying, hey, man, yeah, here's my grant and aid. I'm in. It's all good. But there is nothing stopping a kid from signing multiple grant and aid papers and, and just deciding, you know, right the day or two before he's supposed to enroll at that next place. All right, I'm, this is where I'm going to go. Uh, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't think you're going to see any real drama with Ole Miss. I mean, we're talking about it's January 8th at this point. School starts back, and and a lot of these kids want to be in for the new, the first um, semester, the spring semester, so that they get in for spring practices. So um, this is kind of like the, the point where get them in. You know, like if you need to spend the spring just seeing what you got out of Ulysses Bentley and Kendrick Criscano, which I don't think necessarily that's going to be the case, but – that's kind of where they are. Like, hey, let's get this offensive line done and get yeah. what we want and get it addressed. And then we'll just see what the options are once the dust dust settles and we're kind of back into a routine. Because it's not like Ole Miss just stops. It's come like February or March. I mean, we've seen my had guys in April, May, June. Hell, last year it was July with T.J. Dudley, who's ended up playing in the Peach Bowl. So this thing is a year-round deal now until the NCAA gets off its ass and does something about it. Um, I, I'm curious too, though. Uh, you know, when you look at where they've addressed their needs, how would you kind of grade things for Ole Miss? What would, how would you grade this offseason? I saw today that on three had Ole Miss with the number three transfer class. Uh, Louisville was number one. Colorado was number two. That's arguable. I mean, you could argue Ole Miss has done the most top heavy work of anybody in the portal, but that's not what I'm asking. What I want to know is what does Zach Barry think? What would the grade you would give right now? where Ole Miss has got done, and assuming they get done the offensive line and they get a complimentary back or just a back in general to come in with Ulysses and Kedra Criscano uh, to compete next year to play, I mean, th this seems like a pretty easy high-letter grade for a program that came into it knowing it had to get some significant stuff done in a portal. It's an A+. Plus. I, it doesn't take a – recruiting analysts in a cave to figure that out. I mean, look at the class. I mean, it's ridiculous. Dude, they, they're three behind Louisville and Colorado because of the numbers. Um, but I don't think, come on, look at who Ole Miss is bringing in easily the most impactful class in the country. Uh, all due respect to the rankings. I've been saying it's the number one class in the portal the last month and I, I don't think it's far-fetched to say that uh the depth the the impact at the positions um just look at the defensive line uh, that's I, I talked to a couple national people after the Quinshawn news broke last week and asked them hey you know how does this affect your you know preseason ranking of Ole Miss or just kind of your outlook on Ole Miss in 2024 across the board not much I think the impact of the defensive transfers is really catapulting Ole Miss into legitimate conversations in the college football playoff next year. It starts up front with Walter Nolan, the number one overall player in the country. He was number one out of high school. He was number one in the portal. Ole Miss locked him down. Um, but it, it's not just all the, the, the caches up front on the defensive line for good reason with Pete Golding and Randall Joyner. I mean, too. Those two guys have been on – you want to talk about a heat check, but you get Tyler Barron, you get Prince Uman Mielin, Um, But it's not just there. I mean, it's at all three levels. Uh, Ole Miss went and got to Cameron Richardson from Mississippi State, the best cover corner in Starkville. They get to Mary McDonald from Tennessee, uh, a guy that Kiffin wanted in his first class out of high school. Uh, he's a versatile safety that can play in the box. He can play in coverage. You get Key Lawrence, another uh, – the the theme of experience and length carries over into this cycle as well. Lots of guys that have played a lot of football and uh, can, you know, position versatility. You know, Chris Beard talks about positionless basketball a lot. I think Pete Golding loves that too. He loves positionless guys, versatility, can play all five secondary spots, can play in the box, can be physical and run support, can cover in space. Lewis Moore, a guy that kind of went under the radar, no one really knew about him commits uh, safety out of Indiana, played a lot, really athletic dude, was a uh, Juco wide receiver, made the transition to to playing safety in the Big Ten. Um, and then Poop Hall, the first commitment almost landed out of the portal, 
really impactful dude. I think he's going to be absolute hell next to uh, TJ Dudley, Tyler Banks, uh, Sunterian Perkins at that linebacker position. It's going to be a lot of fun. Taz Nicholson, another corner from Illinois. Kenoto Hudson has the connection there. Coached, uh, recruited and coached him when he was uh, at Illinois. And then, um, you know, Juice Wells. Probably the top wide out in the portal outside of Evan Stewart. Ole Miss gets him. Highly productive guy. Electric playmaker. Um, I mean, top to bottom, this this class. And you know, they land Jerquan Scott out of Southern Miss. A road grader. Played a ton of football in Hattiesburg. If Ole Miss can add at least two of the offensive linemen we've already talked about on the show, I mean – Preseason, I'm going to say number seven team in the country, at least. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels. Let's be friends. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, T-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. I'm curious, though. I mean, when you look at the remaining roster needs, is it just offensive line? Because from their current focus, that's what it appears like Ole Miss is saying, this is where we got to finish here. You know, this is where everything else, you're never going to not take good players. It doesn't matter what position it is quarterback comes uh, a linebacker edge whatever they come in the in the portal and and they want to consider old mr talk to old mrs being an option old miss is going to take that seriously and is going to consider that option because you just just don't turn down good talent however when i look at it and and talking to people and seeing old miss's very public recruiting pursuits it seems as if they're pretty much laser focused on the offensive line. Or is there anywhere else, just if it's your opinion or from sourcing, where Ole Miss, there's still 
some left out there, a little bit more meat on the bone, if you will. Um, um to go I'd say, after. I'd say tight end. They tried to bring Cole Rusk in, and he commits to Illinois. Doesn't make his trip to Oxford. So there was a reason for recruiting him. I'd imagine they might try to recruit a tight end just for some uh, some depth and maybe a little bit of a uh, little style mix-up with, you know, pre-scoring kind of your traditional, um, you know, hand in the dirt, can block, but uh, can still make plays in the passing game type tight end. Maybe they try to add kind of a hybrid X tight end type, more a uh, little more athletic, a little more – a little more bend, a little more wiggle. Try to get a, an athletic guy to go with Priest Corn. Um, that would probably be outside of the obvious running back. That that'd probably be the only other position right now because I think the secondary pretty loaded uh, with what has already been snagged in this portal class. Um, but hey, I mean I'm not going to rule anything out at this point with this staff. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe a corner. There's one that that gets in that uh, Ole Miss feels could come in and compete right away. Maybe, but that's it. Um, I think right now the focus is is offensive line and uh, probably running back. I mean, that that's you know, it, obvious. it's obvious that running backs the back burner issue here. I, I was thinking when I was asking you the letter grade for Ole Miss. I think it has to be an A and not an A plus because an A plus you can't lose your your record setting running back and still have an A plus. You can't. You can't lose your star running back and have an A, but you can lose your star can, running back. We, and, we could do the quotes around lose. Yes, absolutely. Oh, oh, miss. It was oh. it was mutually parting of ways. I mean, this we've eh. been through all of this. If you come back yeah. to last week. Uh, to the podcast last week when we talked about it. I, this wasn't something that just came about in the last couple of days or over the course of the Peach Bowl run, wherever it might be. I mean, this was well, this got this. to a place where Ole Miss got to the place where it felt, all right, time to cut loose, cut bait. And it, it, all parties, I think, were ready to just see what the options were. And we'll see how it plays out. Uh, we'll see if Quinshine gets exactly what he wants. Having said that, if he does end up somewhere else, you just my only point is you, you can't give him an A plus. I would give him an A though, because running back for me just doesn't mean much of anything. So uh even with or without Quinshawn, they're going into next year fortified um and, and with a, a group that should be able to contend for a title. Uh and I don't know if you think that's dependent upon what they get done offensive line wise. They're gonna get back Caleb Warren, Micah Pettis. Jeremy James hasn't made an announcement, but I expect one pretty soon. So you're talking about on top of your pretty much entire returning offensive line. And Ole Miss will be bringing in guys that are not signed to sit. So it'll make for a really interesting competition in the room, especially come spring practices. Having said that, even if you were to get nothing done before spring, this is a top 10 easy projected team. And that's an A. That's without a doubt. But if Quinshine ends up somewhere else, which we still expect, even though Ole Miss is still talking to him, and will continue to until he ends up somewhere else. Um, I'll say this. Yeah, I'm giving it it's, an A. It's evident that Quinshine Judkins needs Ole Miss more than Ole Miss needs Quinshine Judkins. If this was merely about getting to a financial agreement or getting to where everyone can agree, probably would have happened by now. But it's not just that. It's not just that cut and dry. It's not black and white. There are other circumstances that led to the breakup. Um, and I think to kind of prove that. He's like, Judkins got to a point where he said, well, I got to go somewhere where I'm the guy and I'm the full point. I'm the lead back. Because if he goes to Ohio State, Travian Henderson's going to be in that room. So, it's not just the, I got to go somewhere where it's it's me and only me. So, and I think, I don't know how much of the rumors are true. I don't know what, everybody's heard them. We're not going to go into them here, but there was friction. It's very obvious there, there was friction. Um, so, I, I think it just got to a breaking point where Ole Miss felt comfortable moving on. And... You can't fault them. They talk all the time about the pro mindset. 
what they do in the NFL, Ben. Mm-hmm. If if you're causing issues in the locker room, look, it happened just down the road. I mean, that was the that was the rub on AJ Brown. There were issues in the locker room, and the veterans in that locker room said, "Hey, we got to make a decision." So, oh, AJ wasn't a problem in the locker room. That's Come just, on. Good grief. I know a guy in the locker room, so that's just what. Oh, that's, well, that's a little said. different. Yeah, I, I knew. I used to know some people in that locker room, and you know, the older I get, the more these kids aren't my friends anymore. You know, and look, and, and look, there are problems in every locker room. Sure, that's okay, what I'm saying. It's, it's like it's it's testosterone. It's it's men playing sports, but you can come up with any number it, of reasons to get rid of somebody if you want to. That's all I'm the saying. Jud- the Judkins thing, the boiling point was reached a long time ago, and I think Ole Miss felt it was best for everyone to move on. So um, Ohio State's a weird fit, though. Zone scheme, the offense fits what Judkins excels in. I think that's a selling point. I think the collective, they they, they have the money. Um, so they could splurge on another running back just to say, hey, we have two of the best running backs in college football. That's like the selling yeah. point for them. I mean, it's a brand. I mean, it's a top. The, one, two, the best one-two punch in college football at, at running back. Yeah. That's it's like top, saying, no, I'm not going to say Top three, top five brand. Um yeah. So I stay. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's some cachet to it. Um, and hey, Ryan Day's desperate. He's got to figure it out. Like he's got. So if he maybe that's the the selling point in the meeting. Like, hey, my job's on the line. Like, we got to beat Michigan. We got to get to the college football playoff. We got to win. We think that you can get us there. Got um, Will Howard from Kansas State to be the quarterback. Travion Henderson's coming. Uh, yeah. I what mean, they could drop off from CJ Stroud to, <laughs> I mean, all due respect to the Howard family, but is he um, an improvement he, over he Kyle McCord? CJ Stroud. Is he an improve over Kyle McCord? Probably. Probably. Eh, yeah. For them, that's all they're trying to really go for here. Eh, yeah. I guess. Would you yeah. rather have Jackson Dart or Will Howard? That's all I'm saying. Jackson Dart. It's not. Yeah. 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 My, yeah. my feelings toward Ole Miss basketball have not changed. I am disappointed that we had a we were three deep at the old miss spirit for that game just because it was a big game it was the sec opener i hadn't been in knoxville in a while that's the first time since i've been i've been in knoxville since 2013 my basketball oh, wow. experiences in knoxville are not good they're just not good i was catching up with murph you were there with me with murphy holloway before the game and not Ole miss small. Was not small could Large still man. ball right now could still ball right this very minute but oh, yeah uh, I was he, he. They were going into it thinking they, um, thinking they were going to give Tennessee a hell of a test, and it just all the things that we were worried about with this team kind of came to a head against Tennessee. You know, <clears throat> defensive rebounding, despite the presence of two seven footers, it's transition defense. It's there are some things. This team got off to this the tied the the greatest start in Ole Miss basketball history, but there were some things that we were concerned about. And we were hoping against the Tennessee. Top five, Chris Beard thinks they're Final Four team that that maybe they play their best game. Unfortunately, those weaknesses were were exposed by one of the better teams in college basketball. So for Ole Miss, it's not like they got to go back to the drawing board or anything like that. They just no, they, they know what they got. They know what their issues are. I mean, when Jalen Murray, right. who's your transfer starting point guard from St. Peter's, is leading you in rebounding when you got two seven footers, including the tallest player in college basketball, you got that. That's where your issues are. But this team's going to be competitive. I, nothing's changed to me about what they could be. I want to see a little bit more from Brandon Murray, especially from an offensive standpoint. I think they tried some ISO stuff with him, especially on the corners and the wings, and uh, try to get him some some back down yeah. opportunities. But man, he's going to get not, there. He's going to get there. I mean, they're going to lose finding, the game. He's still finding his way. I mean, joining a team, you know, quote midseason. You know, if we want to do non-conference, but shoot, it was like two it was really seasons. it was really like two weeks ago. I mean, this is still new. Yeah, so he's still getting you know getting his legs under him, finding his role. You know, where does he fit in the rotation? Um, I thought sat. It was a whipping. We were there. We saw it. Everyone saw it. I just think it was just. You look at, you know, it's kind of that that old journalism, sports journalism adage of like, this is going to be Chris Beard's worst team. Yeah, they're going to be better. Um, 
talking and Chris with, Beard's worst team is 13 and one and well positioned yeah. position for so, the NCAA tournament. Ole Miss but, has only made it to the tournament nine times in its 100 year history. I mean, I still think even after that 90 to 64 beat down at Tennessee on Saturday, that this this team is still certainly got the upside to match the greatest accomplishment in school history, and that sounds like a lot, but the the greatest accomplishment in school history for Ole Miss is the Sweet Sixteen. So I think this team could make the Sweet Sixteen, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But the point is, is like the overall outlook has not changed in any way, despite the fact that they got it handed to them at Tennessee on I mean, Saturday. The, yeah, I mean the we uh, got to start doing some recruiting stuff is what I was long windedly getting to. Because uh, they're, they're, I think that for Ole Miss, this spring recruiting period for this team is going to be absolutely fascinating. And I think the first thing that Beard's going to really attack, or or he's got written down right now, is like can't miss here, is addressing maybe the phys- physicality and the toughness and those dirty stats like defensive rebounding. That's where Ole Miss right now has a deficiency. So I think that's where you're going to see a lot of their early on folks, especially once the portal opens because high school wise, it'll be different. I think high school wise, they just take the best players they can. And then, you know, but even for Chris beer, like, like Lane Kiffin, who of his high school players is playing. They're not Rashad Marshall's not playing. Cam Barnes isn't playing. It's transfers. And that's they played. The, they played. Um, also Nunez a little bit. He's from he's, Arizona he's, state. He's a transfer. That's well, my point okay. though. Like high school guys. He's a young not, guy. But high school guys, um, are just like with Lane, it's it's part of what's happening in 2023. But I think Rashad Marshall is probably their best true big on the roster. He's just not ready yet because he's a freshman. So I think that's where you'll see them. That's why I bring it up, not to just talk about the game again. But since this is the hashtag not committed recruiting show on the Talk of Champions podcast network, and simply search Talk of Champions in iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, search Talk of Champions. When you see us, give us a five-star review just because you're being nice. Even if you got to say that, Ben, you're dumb. Zach, you're pretty. Whatever you got to say, you know, leave us a five-star review. But that's why I bring it up on this recruiting show is we haven't done a lot of basketball recruiting yet because Ole Miss football has been crazy. And as you look ahead, because once that spring recruiting period comes, it comes fast and furious, especially after March hits, you can see Ole Miss in on a number of impactful bigs and um the one thing you got to make sure with those bigs they can guard one to five but and that's what musa and jamarian can do but they do have some offensive limitations for you is there anything that sticks out in regards to what old miss basketball maybe you know they need from talking to sources or what they might need as you watch them on saturday with me in a beat down against tennessee uh i know well john bowles on the way and he's been just lighting it up, overtime elite. He's just a walking highlight reel. Uh, I imagine there will be an emphasis put on guard play. They're going to want to land a high-profile lead guard-type prospect um, to go along with, as I said, Nunez, who is a transfer, but he's a young one. Um, So they're going to need to add more guards. But, yeah, I mean, with the season going on, I mean, I talked with the coaches before the game on Saturday, which we normally talk recruiting. It was mostly about the game, about the season, about how the team's been, you know, shaping up, heading into conference play. So, right now, I would say the focus is mostly on this basketball season. But, um, yeah, I would say they're probably going to look for a one and a two, uh, you know, I, I – high major type combo guard who create a space or you know kind of take a game over if they need him that is, is probably the top in my opinion the top need for Ole Miss to go out and get someone that can be a floor general a leader you know stat sheet run the offense defend um, but yeah, as far as other targets, um, I mean, right now, looking at who Ole Miss has targeted in that 25 class, um, that I think they're in the mix for, 
especially at the guard position. I know Jeremiah Fears. He is uh, somebody that has talked a lot about Ole Miss. Um, they got to get him on campus. I imagine once, you know, home games in the SEC, Ole Miss will probably try to get some dudes down. I know Beard is wanting to show off uh, the enhanced environment, you know, bigger crowd, student section. Uh, I know he prides, you know, he and that staff, they, they pride themselves on the culture and the brand. Um, so Jeremiah Fears. Uh, is one that that I would say Ole Miss is is really pushing to get on campus. Uh, Jalen Reese is another one. He's from Florida. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Dwayne Brown, center out of Hoover, Alabama. Ole Miss is in the mix there. Uh, he recently did an interview talking about his interest in Ole Miss and how he wants to get down for a visit. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think it starts at, 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 the, at the guard position. Um, Trey McKinney out of Michigan, supposed to come during football season, uh, didn't make the trip. I know they're going to really want him. It's going to be a tough pull. Tom Izzo, Michigan State are going to be tough to beat. But, um, look, Beard's going to be just like Kiffin. Uh, they're they're going to go after anyone and everyone. Um, they've already landed Patton Pinkins, Al Pinkins' son, um, one of the – most talented dudes in the state of Texas uh, from top to bottom, regardless of classification, a, a highly, highly productive guard scores a lot of points, plays good defense, has the length that beard likes, um, you know, positionless basketball. He's six, five, so he can switch. He can, he can move around. It's not just limited to, well, he can only guard the the guards on the floor and he can guard everybody uh, pretty much at six, five. Um, so, yeah, I mean, looking at, some of the names uh, across the country. I mean, the targets for Ole Miss are all top 50, top 60, top 100, top 150 guys. So um, it's going to be a fun thing to cover in terms of recruiting because it's going to be a lot of high-profile guys. Um, I think now is when they're going to really start to, you know, rub those hands together, get those prospects in to sit courtside and, and watch a game in the pavilion when the student section's rowdy, when it's a uh, a tight game, you know, four minutes left and, you know, it's Ole Miss taking on Florida or Ole Miss taking on Arkansas or Auburn. I think those are the the atmospheres that, that Beard wants when uh, trying to land some of these guys. Like, hey, see the atmosphere right now? Like, imagine what it's like when you're here and we're a top 10 team. So, um, you know, they're not going to flinch. They truly believe that um, regardless of what happened at Thompson Bowling, they're going to get right back off the canvas and and get back at it on Wednesday against Florida. Well, let's go out of this uh, edition of hashtag not committed with this. We've been talking about them all year. Zach said it. Don't sleep at Ole Miss's chances. I said, I don't care what comes out. Raylan Burnside's going to Mississippi state. So I just want to say here we are at the end of all things like Frodo and Sam wise. Where is Braylon Burnside, Zachary? You know, I'm just glad mom made it on the edit <laughs> for the commitment. That's that's cool. Ah, Mississippi State. I love the build-up to it, though. He, there's stories still did, written. I did, I did like, didn't they have his NLI, like, in November or something? Crazy, like, December? I mean, they had it on that Wednesday. Yeah. I did tell you that I, I'd waved the flag when yeah, the levy hire was made because that was when – because, I mean, if, if it wasn't Jeff Lebby, if it was just some, yeah, I don't know, pick your G5 coach or whatever, um, I still liked Ole Miss's chances. And, look, I mean, there were – I thought the drama around the last week, week and a half, was all fabricated. But, I mean, it was still late November, early December, where people were saying that Ole Miss was still the pick. These are national people. These aren't Ole Miss people. Um, so, I, I I don't know. I, I think he wrestled with it. I think it's – I don't know. For talking with people, I think it was – the prospect wanted one thing. Mm-hmm. The camp. The camp. The camp around him wanted something else. So, um, Like I said yeah, at the onset, it, this, it this was, is what – what did I say on the at the onset of that? I said one way or the other, 
before his career is done, Braylon Burnside will be catching passes in Ole Miss Rebel. I'm not going to say how he gets there. It could happen still. Yeah, Malik Heath, when he gets so, introduced as a starter for the Packers against my Cowboys on Saturday or on Sunday in the playoffs. He's going to say Ole Miss. He says Ole Miss. He's not okay. a Mississippi State boy. He was at Ole Miss for one year, Mississippi State for three or four or whatever it was. And he says, oh, that's what somebody asked me that over the weekend. It might have been Witt or Yee or somebody. When Quinshawn is announced, if he makes it as a starter in the NFL and he gets up there, Quinshawn Judkins, what is he going to say? And it was an easy answer for me. If it's Ohio State, if it's whoever next, it'll be whoever's next. And he is the single season Ole Miss record holder for running for rushing yards in a single season. But he is not an Ole Miss Rebel anymore. That's the new culture. But also I had someone say, how is this sustainable? How do you build like this through transfers? And nothing has changed. Jackson Dart is going to be a third-year starting quarterback just because he came after a, a six-month stay at USC is immaterial. That doesn't make him less of an Ole Miss Rebel than Matt Corral, who stayed here for only three years, right? This is still a third-year starting quarterback. It's just how they got here, the uh, – winding road now for some of these players. It's fine. Ole Miss has embraced it. So what makes it sustainable? They're not just going out and paying for hired guns every year. Now, granted, your 85, your 85 roster is going to be year to year as far as evaluation. And Ole Miss will have more kids hit the portal. Having said that, and that's why I say like a Braylon Burnside, just because he's at Mississippi State for six months, uh, hit me up in six months from now, you know. Uh, maybe he only put up 400 yards. Maybe he didn't put up much, but now he's thinking about getting in the portal. That's what Ole Miss is going to have to deal with, too, with some of his freshmen. And um, But how is it sustainable? Jordan Watkins is about to be in his third year as a starting wide receiver. What are we talking about? Trey Harris is going into his second year as a starting wide receiver. Caden Priestcorn's second year as a starting wide receiver. That offensive line, troubles it has had, has been together, it feels like, for an eternity. So, yes, it's sustainable. Uh, it's a formula that Ole Miss has figured out and made itself a national title contender. This has been another edition of Hashtag Not Committed. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit. Ben on Twitter. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry. We both write for the Ole Miss Spirit. OMSpirit.com and Affiliative on 3. And if you subscribe today, you can get a sub for the low, low price of $1 to read and talk and hang out with Ole Miss people and talk about Ole Miss things all day, every day. One dollar. That's all you got to do. We've been having a huge surge of subs these last couple months. It's been awesome. Come join us, man. All are welcome. Let's just talk about Ole Miss sports all day, every day at the Ole Miss Spirit, OldMissSpirit.com. And fill it up on three and check out the Talk of Champions podcast network. Just simply search Talk of Champions wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll find all of these shows. Hashtag not committed. The flagship. Um, Red and blue smoke. Hit that line. What am I missing? A bunch of different shows. We're all there at the Ole Miss Spirits. Daytime Fireworks. Daytime Fireworks. The Ole Miss Spirits Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Only available wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, man. We'll do it again this week. Uh, unfortunately, our record now of going to the same game. First, it was Georgia, 52-17. to 17, And now it's Tennessee, 90-64. to 64. Our our record isn't great. We're, we people might have gonna, to. People are going to keep us, keep the, the Ole Miss Spirit playing grounded from now I'm on. Saying. Or they say, all right, one of y'all can go. We're gonna, we're gonna like, we're gonna smoke out who's the bad luck guy. I got a feeling it's this one. Cause when I arrived in Omaha, the only game they lost was that first game I attended. Okay. And, I'll say I was one and oh in Omaha. Okay. Well, see, but then I turned around and went to the game, just didn't tell anybody for the national championship and they won. So the curse has been lifted, it's been broken. But just in case there's some like final vestibules. Of that well, old I curse. Was, I was at the Peach Bowl. Hmm. So, hmm. maybe it was just Tennessee hmm. is just really, really good. They have won nine of the last. doesn't matter. They, they've won nine of the last 11 against Ole Miss in basketball, too. This is the, like The only Alabama people to beat them basketball. this year are the two best teams in the country. Yeah, Kansas and Purdue, and they played both of them to within nine points. Yeah. And Tennessee's probably one of the best four or five teams in the country. Still it's gonna 90 be, to it's gonna 64. Be okay. It's going to be okay, folks. Three deep at the Ole Miss Spirit. Excited for what could happen and the content we could produce. Me and Zach, we're going to do a post-game show or something fun. And we're going to go to Calhoun's on the river. Yes. Do a live show on the deck until sure. people kicked us out. Yep. I'd have done it. Sat right. there. Saying, hey, guys, can you believe it? Ole Miss basketball 
has gotten to a place in year one and instead woo, but they were hey, always no gonna free, lose one hey hey no free ads but if you go to knoxville go check out adopo pizza delicious as good as good as anything i've had in new york anything you've had in new york hmm? oh well one of oh, our sponsors it. uh this is not free advertising this is from the Ole athletics foundation 2024 football season tickets are available now for new for new season ticket holders or to renew. Men's and women's basketball start conference play this week or have now started conference play. Women's basketball played LSU close yesterday. Number seven LSU almost pulled off the upset, wasn't able to. But there are SEC mini plans and single game tickets still available for men's basketball and women's basketball. Um, Men's and women's tennis also have upcoming matches at home later this month. Tickets are not required. And Morgan Wallen tickets can also still be purchased at OleMissTicks.com. That's OleMissTicks.com for his show coming up in April, OleMissTicks.com. The Ole Miss Athletics Foundation is one of the many proud sponsors of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's been fun. And maybe next – I think we should plan to go maybe to Hawaii for Ole Miss's opening baseball series against Hawaii. Because they're going to win that. And even if they don't, and people go, y'all really are the bad luck guys, we'll be in friggin' Hawaii. You know what I mean? So it's just like, hate it for you, you know? Yeah, I might be the bad luck guy, but look at me hanging out in paradise, right? So is that the next trip for us? Or I don't know. Could be. I know that traveling and... uh, The travel expense. I was was a victim of it with the Peach Bowl. Traveling... Uh, sometimes can can cause some uh, some health concerns with uh, you know germs yeah. and contracting. Did you the come flu back with or... pneumonia or was it flu? I don't, I don't think it was pneumonia. But okay, I mean, good. Well, I, I mean, I had something, but yeah, yeah. It was, You've been down it, for a little while. I was worried about you. You know, it's been like a week. It's been I'm a saying. week. I've been uh, basically just have felt hungover for a week. It wasn't fun. Yeah. Um, but if you need any. Medicare supplement plans. You need to get those health insurance premiums in check. Or just a vitamin uh, give, C or D booster. Something. Whatever you need. Uh, give Drew Moak a call. 601-953-8449. Him and the folks at USA Benefits Group. Um, we'll get you, get you in check. So licensed in Mississippi and seven states. Uh, second largest health insurance brokerage. Access to 35 different carriers. He can help you with any of your health insurance needs. So yeah, regular health plans, life insurance, dental, vision, Medicare, he's got it all covered. You can get a free quote today if you give him a call or check him out, usabg.com slash D-M-O-A-K. That is Drew Moak and USA Benefits Group. Free quote, call or check out the website today. Would you like peace of mind in this 2024, the new year, knowing that your roof is taken care of, whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business as a GAF master elite contractor. They can offer warranties that last a lifetime. They're licensed and insured in Riverland Services, Mississippi, and its surrounding states. So text or call them today for all of your roofing needs. It's Riverland Roofing at 662 644 4297. That's 662 644 4297. Or visit them at riverlandroofing.com. Riverlandroofing.com. I don't want to end on some ad reads, even though our advertisers, our sponsors, they do everything. They're the reason why we can do this every single day. So I'm going to ask you one question, one question only. All right. The next Ole Miss commitment is who? Diego? I mean, Alex Falk, the Ole Miss offensive line GA. Or I don't know what Alex's official title is. So if I'm shortchanging him, I'm sorry, Alex. But he tweeted out the Diego. Uh, Shug. Yeah, Shug did to, like he tweeted out. He's the director Diego. director of high school and JUCO relations. There you go. Okay. okay. So my bad. I shortchanged him on title, but he's he tweeted out a a gif of Diego from Door of the Explorer. I mean, that's not even subtle. So we think it's Diego, but is there like a sleeper closer than you might expect? commitment on the horizon uh, either portal or high school who will be the first commitment for 2025 oh I, i'm not I, i'm not going to speculate on 2025 because there's no i mean no idea um i mean it's diego pounds and i would think gerald mincy's probably not far behind 
uh, later this week. Um, but hey, if if Zalens Hurd shows up on Tuesday or Wednesday, he could beat Mincy to the punch. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it right now it's Diego Pounds. Uh, I think not so subtle hints from just about everybody on social media and uh, the staff, and it's it's been a known commodity since late Thursday, early Friday morning. Um, so, uh, I know we've said it, we've reported it. I've heard it from national people that, um, talk to others in and around North Carolina. Uh, so I think it's just a matter of, uh, of when now Diego pounds, Diego, Diego, get into great, the boat. Great. Uh, great name, great name for an offensive line. Great name, Diego Pounds. That's not necessarily top ten, but it's 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 solid. That's as solid as it gets as far as the all name team. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry on Twitter. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben. Both right for the Old Miss Spirit. OMSpirit.com and for the one three one dollar today. Sign up the Old Miss Spirit. Thank you, buddy. Bye. See you, man.